0: Hoagie's Garage! Hey, here we go, bud. Big night tonight. It is a big night. These these guys are starting it off, but, uh, you know, we after we... a lot of stuff up this week. After we got, you know, these three winners, then we got uh, Arrington Jennington on, and we also got uh, Jacob, points champion Jacob, Jacob Hughes. Hughes. So, we're doing those two separate. Um, tonight, we just concentrating on the on winners. The, on we the, got Houston, Dusty Bellinger, yep. and then we got Matt, Matt serwall. And then we got Corey, Corey Day. Day, so looking forward to all of them. Fun night at Houston. So they put on,
1: every class was really good racing. I thought late, but it was well, really good. Yeah, but we just got to go home after the races. But we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we
0: don't. I need to get better at that next year because I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, a huge shout out to Sean Quinn. If you have not uh, ever heard of Sean Quinn, he does some amazing stuff out in California. Um, for our veterans and stuff like that. Chase Johnson drives his car. um, But he, uh, we sent him some shirts, but uh, he didn't have to. He sent some shirts back to us. And we're just, we really appreciate it. It's just like a, a friend that uh, we haven't met yet. We haven't met yet. So in person, um, a huge shout out to Sean Quinn and uh, Chase Johnson. I hope they keep doing great out there in California. So And the other thing we got to mention is the Bullhullers brawl. Yep. Let's get out there, support that this weekend. Yep, good Um, weekend for it. Sounds
1: like the weather's going to cooperate.
0: Yeah, you know. And and we can sleep in on Monday. It's going to be snowing before we know it, Tobe. Yeah. Let's get out there and watch some races. So, um, Fulkins brothers do a great job with that. Thanks for Houston for letting them do it. And, hey, let's get out there and support it. When we come back, we got, in order, Dusty. Matt. Matt. Corey. And Corey.
1: Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, Call Trim at 800-831-8553.
0: And thank you fellas for being part of our show. Hey, and we're back at Hoagie's Garage. We got Dusty Bellinger coming off a 305 win or a race savers, whatever you want to call it. So congrats on the win, Dusty.
2: Hey, thanks a lot. It was a fun race. Uh, it's always kind of neat that the last race at Houston, they have us time trial and we don't get to do that all year long. So uh, I'm usually terrible at time trialing, but I ended up fourth quick. So that was, we were happy with that. And I even made a pretty big mistake and hit the inside berm. So I would like to see where we ended up if we didn't do that. But uh yeah, I've got fourth click and my son has been a lucky drawer. Hopefully that continues through this week, but he <laughs> drew me the he drew me number two for the feature and we just kinda went off and never looked back.
1: You bet yeah, had to beat our guy though. I know we had to feel a little yeah. bit bum,
3: but <laughs>
2: I knew he was going to be the one, so uh, I kept looking. I was sticking really good on the bottom, and I kept watching the top side and waiting for it to clean off, and I just happened to glance up at the board with, I don't remember, was there two or three to go, and I seen he was gaining a little bit, so, yeah, I just went up there, and like I said, we just cruised on to a victory, which was nice. They paid yep. a little extra money that night, so that's always good.
1: Yeah, it was definitely the right move because, like you said, he was gaining, so...
2: Yeah, no, I knew he's he's always fast at Houston and Hartford on the top side, and that's where you got to be to win races there. So I knew he'd be coming. I just I just had to wait for the right time, and <laughs> I planned on running the top side anyways. But you know, the first part of the race they farm the track right before we go out, so it gets kind of dirty up there, and you got yep. you got to give it time to clean off. So it just turned out in our favor. And if he would have started in front of me, it probably would have been well, know, it's the same been thing. You really have caught yeah, him exactly. Yep.
0: Yeah, so you—I mean, it was—it was a fun race to watch, though. I mean, it was a bummer they shortened it by five laps, but I understand the time constraints and everything too.
2: Uh, well,
1: it got late enough the way it was. It,
2: it got late. <laughs> yeah, it did. It was—it was just a late night for some reason. I don't know why that was, or people blame three hundred fives for time trials, but that really didn't take that much longer. There was just a lot of wrecks and i don't know a lot of yellows and stuff like that so it, yeah it did it did kind of suck that they shortened it it was good for me but, you know I'd, I'd rather win a full 20 lap race than a 15 but it is what it is i mean they have to they got to get their show over especially on a school night
0: yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. Well, what about a work night?
1: Well, <laughs> <Not laughs> actually, I yet. got to sleep in an hour at a dentist appointment, so I got oh. to sleep in a little
0: later. And you're oh, still bitching like you. that you're and trying to And I'm still catch whining, up. I'm
1: tired. <laughs> Too old. Well, we didn't go home
0: after the races, that's the problem. So did, did you ever figure out how many points you finished back?
2: I did not. Uh, my kids told me I ended up fourth. I knew we were out of it. As soon as we got disqualified that night for my mistake of missing the safety bar, uh, I knew we were pretty much done just because when you miss one week and you're, you know, trying to go for points, which we weren't really going for points anyways, but I mean, it's always nice to win it, yeah. but no, I don't, I really don't know how many points back I was. I just, I figured we were out of it anyway, so we'll just get what we can get. So and that's just kind of what we did. We just went out and tried to win and we ended up winning.
0: So is husett's uh... You know what do I want to say here? Do they give you money for winning the points, or is it just kind of bragging rights?
2: Well, last year I got a thousand dollars for winning Housatons and Jackson combined. Uh, it was called the Wiffles Wiffles Cup, the Wiffles Hybrid, and oh, we, yeah. I really appreciate those guys sponsoring the class again this year. I don't, I don't know if you if you just win Husetts I guess I I don't think it pays anything. Second didn't pay anything, so I'm guessing not. You got to win them both.
0: Okay. All right, that's interesting. We had no idea. No, so we're learning things again every night. But every <laughs> night we learn something. So uh, this coming weekend, you heading down to Eagles?
2: Yeah, we're going down to the three hundred five Race Saver Nationals at Eagle. Uh, it's a huge event. We're leaving tomorrow morning. We have uh, practice Thursday starting at six, I believe. And they all they do pre tech all day before the races. Every car has to pre tech before it enters a race. Uh, which is a really good idea. It keeps everybody on an even playing field, and they really do tech. I mean, they go through the motors and everything on that car, so that's oh, really? really cool deal. And then Thursday night is the qualifying heat races for the Race of Champions, which that feature happens on Saturday night. So we'll, we're in that, so we'll see how we do in the heat race and, and go from there and get some practice laps in. And then Friday night, Friday and Saturday, our two separate shows and then sunday is the big day uh the first two nights they take the top nine out of each feature and then you're locked into the big show on sunday so it'll be it's really tough the racing is really good down there the track is just a hair smaller than houston's and probably a little bit higher banked so it makes for some really good racing especially with the 305s yeah and they do a fantastic job on track prep um they do it I mean, they they get it done fast. If if they got to go out and till the track, it takes them about 10 to 12 minutes. They till the top the bottom water, it, and you're back racing again. So there'll probably be, I think there's 100 cars pre-registered right now. I would say there'll be 100 to 120 cars. So it's a a very big event, and we have a lot of fun going there every year.
1: So that, that track prep, that sounds a little bit like down at Boone for the Nationals. I went down there one time for a night, and that's the same thing. They come out with about six tractors and it don't take them very long
2: no they got it down to a science it doesn't take them long at all and you got to do that you know when you have that many cars you got to keep the track fair, especially
1: on a a short track like that they get beat more than a big half mile or something
2: yep exactly and it it, yes go go ahead. ahead well we're just we're looking forward to getting down there like i said we have so much fun down there and there's a whole bunch of us going camping this year i think there's almost 30 of us that got camping spots so there's going to be a big 2D crew cheering up in the grandstands, and they're probably going to be consuming a few beers, I would assume.
0: I, I was going to say, that sounds like a big party to me.
2: Yeah, it's that's a good chance. It, whether we win or lose or crash, we're still going to have fun.
0: There you go. There you go. I, uh, I was actually down in Lincoln for my son's basketball thing earlier this year, and it just so happened I'm like, you know what, I bet they're racing that Eagle. So I went to Eagle because he wasn't playing basketball, and – that, they've really updated stuff, and
2: it is really a nice place. Well, yeah, it is a very nice facility. You know, we're we're very spoiled right here with Houston's, uh, you know, right here in our backyard, and we appreciate all the, how nice it is and how they run their show, and Eagle, you know, is, is right there with them. So, yeah, they've done a lot of updates. The pits are fantastic. The grandstands are fantastic. You know, just everything about it. They run a really good, tight show there, and, they get you done early. And even with that many cars, you know, if there's not too many problems, they'll be done by 10, 10 30. So that's that's pretty awesome.
0: You bet.
1: Going back to when you said everybody gets tech, do they have like 15, 20 guys teching so it goes fast or?
2: Yeah, they have a, they call it the French Grimes Tech Shed. French Grimes is who started race. And they run them. There'll be a, a line two wide. They run two cars through at a time and there'll be about, all four four or five guys on each car uh, they're checking lift they're looking down the runners they check everything they check for titanium stuff where you can't have it um just all kind all their rules they run it through and it takes about 10 15 minutes once you're in the in the shed but they do it all day long up until race time so to get 100 cars through there it takes some time well, but yeah. they do a good job 10 yeah.
1: minutes 10 15 minutes times 100. That's quite a bit. Yeah, That's a lot. So I thought you were going to tell <laughs> oh, us how no, no, that no, one.
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> I just can tell you it's a lot. Uh, it, are you going to do anything else this year, Dusty? Or?
2: Uh, after Eagle, we'll see how it goes. I think there's another race at I-90. We'll probably hit me and Bailey both. And then I think we'll have a break. And then there's a two-day show in Harlan, Iowa that we're looking at going to, a 3.05 race. And then October first, I believe, is I 80s last race and they're gonna have three oh fives there. So I think we'll both go do that and run on I 80 one more time before so it shuts down.
0: Absolutely. That's that sounds like a great plan. No, you mentioned Bailey, she's not she's
1: not racing at Eagle this weekend, is she?
2: Nope, she's just coming to come along to help, so Tell you uh, what well, you're doing true. wrong, I suppose. Or yep, exactly. she will <laughs> say, "Dad, why didn't you do this? Or you should have been running the top sooner." It's always easier from the stand. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? uh, the
0: last time we <laughs> talked, she was driving and kind of laughing at you as you were doing the <laughs> podcast. She's not doing yeah. that again, is she?
2: No, she's at work. She got a she got a new job today, and plus, her doing school stuff, so she's a busy girl.
0: That's awesome. Proud of that. Absolutely. You bet all right well we don't want to keep you too long dusty but yeah why don't you just give us your sponsors again that way we can get them out there you bet
2: uh printing construction the ridders uh they're huge help for us uh amd auto of course that's me and dad's uh auto repair shop hughes racing jason Bruns construction uh sanitation precision drywall truck country motors uh, I think that about covers them. There's there's always people that, you know, throw in a few bucks here and there and buy a tire and buy some fuel and we just appreciate everybody that helps us out and especially uh all my crew guys, Blake especially, my son. He's he's my crew chief. He maintains the cars and does one hell of a job at that. Um, he's really learning stuff good and he can he can read a track really better than most people I know and he can understands the attitude of the race car and stuff. So he's doing a great job there and my brother-in-law Dave, and then I got Shane and Reed and Tanner, and my wife Cindy, and everybody that comes along to help. You know, it takes a takes a whole crew to do this, and and we appreciate all their help. You bet. How
0: how old is Blake again?
2: Blake is fourteen. He's a freshman this year. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say he came over and talked to Go- our goals while we were there, and I'm like, man, he is young and kind of small, but I'm impressed that he can do all that helping you out.
2: Yeah, it's really impressive. I mean, he, he's obviously paid attention growing up, just watching me do stuff, but he's he's taking himself to the next level, and it's it's pretty impressive to watch, you know. he If he wouldn't have had his bad wreck earlier this year, he would have been, honestly, he would have been racing shortly up there, I believe, like with Ryan Timms and Corey Day and them guys, because he, he was wheeling so good the first two times he raced, but Unfortunately, he had that bad accident and uh, now he's kind of taking over the crew chief stuff I mean, he just loves doing that. So whatever he wants to do, I'll be I'll be supporting him.
0: Hey There, there needs to be young crew chiefs also.
2: <laughs> That's right. You can't just always have new drivers come up You gotta have new crew people. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody gets older. There's nobody stays young forever. You bet. Exactly right. Yep. All right, right. Well, hey, bet, wish you the best down at Eagle. Go kick some butt this weekend.
2: Hey, sounds good, guys. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it.
0: Congratulations on the win this Sunday. And
1: we'll root harder for you at Eagle than we did on Sunday night.
2: Hey, sounds good. It'll be (laughs) on IMCA TV. So if anybody wants to watch. So tune in there and cheer us on. Sounds Sounds great. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey,
0: we would like to thank our newest sponsor, Tob. Yeah. Hucits Speedway. Isn't it great to have Hucits back? Oh, it is. What What a great attribute to the area. So awesome. So, our new sponsorship um, basically, what we are doing is we are going to have a show um, each week after a normal, regular show, right, Toby? Yep, yep, normal show. Try to get the
1: three winners together, well, not at the same time, but same night, hopefully, and, and put together a little half hour podcast with the winners to see how they talk about their night and. Yep,
0: it'll just be there. a 5, 10-minute conversation. Well, with, yeah, like uh, we've
1: ever had a 5,
0: 10-minute conversation. <laughs> but we're with, not
1: shooting for an hour show yep, or anything. Yep, with
0: but each driver. and uh, Just talk about Husets and how the night went. and Yeah, see how it goes. So, again, we want to thank Husets Speedway for allowing us to do this. Yep. And who knows, maybe it'll lead to something else.
1: And we're back at the garage with Matt Sterwald. Uh, what is it? Street stock late model? What do they call it? Street, street stock, stock late model? I don't know. Feature winner late from Houston on stocks. Sunday night. Let's just go with that. Um <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, Matt.
3: Well, uh I guess I got it got two kids. I got a daughter that's twenty one, uh a boy that turns seventeen tomorrow. Oof. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. It's good it's uh, uh got the daughter, so she's uh not worried about her quite as much anymore, you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> on that part of it there the sun's a lot easier to deal with than the girls i guess but uh, <laughs> on, on that part of it but no uh, uh lived in my place i lived for probably about 30 years worked for about 21 years in the same place uh kind of just uh uh doing this racing deal kind of for a fun deal it's uh it's my jet ski i guess
0: there you, there go. you go that's a different way of looking at yeah. it Yeah, everybody's gotta have a hobby or a toy of some sort
3: yep yep we gotta have some fun and uh have plenty of people that like to go out and play with me, so.
0: There you go. When when did you start racing?
3: Oh, I think it was 1994.
0: Oh, back there a ways. And oh, what, yeah. And what were you racing then?
3: Um, they had a class that was called a uh, sportsman class. It was uh, kind of be closer to the hobby stock class right now.
0: Yep, yep.
3: Yep, yep. On, On that about. time, so.
0: so. When did you switch up to the street socks then?
3: um i'm trying to think the first year we had a street stock i think it was in uh 2000 i drove for dale furby oh
1: okay you bet. You bet. Yep, no, yep. it's been a while but i i can't remember what i did yesterday hardly let alone i'm trying to think
3: of what year it was i'm like trying to think one year i took off uh, i think i yeah i think i took the 2001 year off of racing uh i had my daughter or my wife did obviously but yep, yep. uh yeah. you helped but we both. had a kid and i was like well i'm gonna be a responsible guy and uh, i need to quit racing and stuff like that and had a uh, friend of mine that was racing and i was gone three nights a week uh helping him out my wife just says uh i think you're home more when you're racing so <laughs> so let's go back racing so
1: <laughs> at least you're in your own garage instead of somewhere else right
3: what yep a, that's pretty much what she thought so
1: what a great wife
3: <laughs> yeah it, she is she is a very good wife <laughs> <laughs> you bet
1: so you you mentioned you know the guys that want to play with you whatever who, who you got helping you out in the pits and whatnot
3: well, uh, you know, right now, I uh, kind of got a random. I got uh, two nephews, uh, Connor and Carsey Hamilton, that they've been around. Uh, the, he's one of them, 17. The other one's like uh, 23, 24. But they've, they're two of my nephews. Like I said, they absolutely love racing. So uh, they're around as much as they could. I got a brother-in-law, Troy Hamilton, that comes around quite a bit. He's probably been more back in the, the older days. Uh, uh, he comes around every once in a while now. and uh, I have a uh, my best friend ever owns half my car. Ken DeBoer he's been with me for the whole time and we don't hardly ever uh miss I guess Sunday night was a uh, he was sick so it was the first time he's not even been there for a long time with me
1: and he missed uh, out on the win
3: oh yeah yeah he just said that's all right don't do it again all <laughs> <laughs> right there but you know then I got Chuck Hall he's built my engines forever so uh he's kind of like the the guy behind the scenes right there he's not in the pits or nothing like that but uh he says uh I think I've graduated to handle on everything on my own now, so on that part of it. So uh, I'm trying to think. We also got Chance Regsdale, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think. We also got Nathan Phil there that helps me out quite a bit. Them two bring a lot of energy. I mean, a lot of energy to the team. They, they, uh, I mean, I can do go from 18th to second, and they'll tell me how bad I did.
0: So, if you'd done this, you could have won.
3: <laughs> correct. Yep, that's what I hear. Which is fine. It's all in fun, and uh, they gotta they keep you a guy humble. That's for sure. So
0: yeah, you bet. So let's talk Sunday night a little bit. How can you remember the heat race at all? How that went, and then let's go into the feature.
3: Yeah, you know, uh I'm fortunate enough. Usually we're doing good enough. Uh, he just runs on a points average. Uh, normally, I've been starting in the back of the field, in the heat races, everything throughout the year. We had a we had a night that we got hit the rear end or took the rear end out. The next week, we uh, blew a motor up in the heat race, so I had a kind of a bad point re- average. So uh, that's the first time I started on the front row all year long in the, in, <laughs> where I ran, and, uh, you know, I started pole position, just got a good, clean start, and uh, kind of just took off and just cruised out there for that one, you know. But. Yeah. Uh, so just kind of way it goes in the future time, you know. It, like I said in my interview at uh it was kind of a weird deal because Kobe Cawson runs strong, I run pretty strong, and jj has been doing a lot better this year. And uh, when they had three of us in the top two rows, it kind of like I said it, it kind of heightens the how your urgency to go fast right away when you're up towards the front. So yeah, um, you know it, it was a good fun race. Uh, kind of just played my time out once I got in the lead. Uh, you know, there's some guys that run the high side, but I knew it was going to be a long ways around the track to on the high side, so I kind of just played it safe on the bottom and kind of worked out to get the win. So. Yeah.
1: You and Colby put on a good show. He was right on your bumper for a lot of laps.
3: Well, the, the last time we ran at Houston's it was uh, just a flip-flop deal. Yep, so
1: yeah It was a lot of fun to watch. I won't argue that point with anybody.
3: Yeah, no, it's a good deal. It's good. I mean, we've got some competitive guys in our class, and uh, – you just never know every night and like i said kobe always runs strong so it kind of uh it, it's good i mean it's, it kind of makes the excitement of the class
0: yeah yeah absolutely so now um after the race during your interview you said it was kind of a it, we sit where it's not the speaker is not the best at houston so we didn't get to hear everything but did you say it was an emotional win for you for some reason
3: well yeah, no, my uh, uh my mom uh, goes about almost all the races. I mean well she does pretty much go to every race with, uh ever since I started racing. And uh you hear about a month or so ago she just happened to getting sick and uh she's slowly recovering now, but she's not going to races right now. She was watching it on dirt visits. Uh, you know, and seeing it but it's uh, it's kind of weird because uh I know much it bugs her to not be there, so <laughs>
1: Well, that's, you got your wife and your mom backing you you can't hardly go wrong with this racing program
3: well you know i'm very lucky i have my whole family yep. uh, my whole family this is uh from cousins uh brothers and sisters uh whatever i mean they uh i think if if i said i'm gonna quit they were probably against me quitting more than i am i against you know for me racing so well, I mean, so.
0: one of them needs to start stepping up if, if you know that's gonna happen right
3: well you know i got a son he thinks he wants to but I keep on telling them there's a lot of emotions involved in this stuff like that, and I just I said uh, we'll wait until you get a little bit older. So yeah,
0: yeah, it's a roller coaster of emotions, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, and this is this is part of the reason Tobe and I talk about this all the time off the air, is we the thing we probably love most about the podcast is we find out what people are like, yep. and you know, knowing that your whole family and your cousins and you know everybody's helping you out, you know, we're both family guys that. In a way, it just gives us a little chill of it's how awesome. awesome that is, yep. you know? Oh, yeah. No,
3: I have a wife that uh, she's pretty blunt with me. She's a very, very nice lady. But uh, when we come up to and we're not worth struggling or something like that, and I, I kind of bring it up to her that we're going to spend this kind of money, and she says, well, is that going to put you up towards the front? Because she says, I'm not watching you run around the back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. You, so in other words, you gotta have that souped-up jet ski, not just the jet ski.
3: Yeah, she doesn't let me tootle around. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, what is it? Is there anything in particular you like
1: about Husets, or
3: you go you on know, other like tracks Hussetts. too? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's has uh, always been kind of a fun thing. Uh, it's just a little bit tighter than most places. Um, the walls don't bug me, but it, it, it's just a more confined it seems like you have to be a little bit more uh, on your game on your setup. Yep. Uh, it's, there's other tracks that are a little bit wider. Um, I guess it's just like, a, I don't know how you want to say it, going down a freeway or a narrow gravel road. Yeah. You know, gravel I mean, roads uh, are always
1: more fun. Always were for well, me. You now. know what
3: I mean? It's just like I said, you got that one where you have to be a little bit more just up on your game. You know you have to be, yep. you know. Uh, and that's just kind of, you know, it's uh, – I'm not a guy going out to try to uh, – Make a bunch of money or nothing like that, you know. If you get first, last, whatever, you know, you always try to break even or try to get some money involved with it. But it's really about having fun for me, I guess. You know, and how much you enjoy it. So, uh, you know, being amped up a little bit, a uh, thing is the best thing to do. So,
1: so yep. then you guys get to run again. What, just Sunday night this coming weekend, right? Is that your championship? Correct, correct, then? Correct,
3: yep, yep. We're running Sunday night. We, it, us, we'll race on Saturday night at I ninety. Okay, know, and then we'll go run Sunday night too, so. Oh, yep.
0: that's good. That's good. Yep. You know, yep. a question I've never asked anybody, but is there... Oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> is there any significance about your number?
3: Well, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's I'm in question, the
1: era no that, I'll give you that.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm in the era that, you know, the uh, Earnhardt legacy was going on, so you would think that normally it was a three-part of that, but actually it wasn't. When I first started racing... Uh, It was my old girlfriend's dad that actually got me racing. And uh, my dad also raced, but he actually pushed it along. And in the shop, there was three cars. I was the third one that came into the shop. So I said, oh, let's be number three.
0: There you go. That's a good little story. (laughs) I'm not near as nervous (laughs) anymore when you come up with a new question, bud. (laughs) You bet. Uh, What's the plans then for the rest? Is it just I-90 and Houston? Is there more places you can go after that?
3: No, though no, we're, we're pretty much winding down here now. So we got I 90 on Saturday, Houston's on Sunday, and then the following Saturday we'll be running at Hartford again.
1: Okay. I 90. Yep. Um, we always like to give you a chance to mention your sponsors because, you know, racing don't work without sponsors.
3: Yeah, you know, I've got uh, Mule Motors, which is Chuck Hall from Madison. Uh, you know, my kids and him, we're kind of like family. He's built pretty much every motor I've ever ran uh, around there. So uh, anytime we do good, he knows he gets the credits and every time I run bad he unfortunately gets the credits. <laughs> no, but he, he's like family with us like that. And, uh, we got Minert farms. Uh, they helped me out a lot when I was, uh, quite a bit younger. Their son, uh, got actually rating some dirt bikes and all that stuff like that. In the last couple of years, they, they came back online again and, uh, I really help out. It's, it, he's, uh, probably one of the most excited people I've met for me. If I do good, bad, or otherwise he, uh, He's down there with a smile on his face and said, well, did we have fun? I said, yeah, (laughs) yeah or not. You know, so he said, we're not going to do this if we don't have fun. I said, okay.
1: Cost too much money to not
3: have any fun. Yeah, correct, correct. And then I, I, where I work, I I sell equipment for Lake County International, Case IH dealerships. They always kick in a little bit of money. And then I got, I always get my friends. I have a lot of friends that have businesses and stuff like that. So you got Asphalt Pros here in Madison and ACS uh, Roofing in Madison here and uh dakota curb and stone uh, my son actually went work with my buddy uh kid grew up down the down the road about three blocks and he spent a lot of time in my garage when he was younger and he went off and raced and stuff like that so uh he started a new business this year and he took my son along and so learned how to do mix a lot of concrete this summer i guess <laughs> <laughs> and do some curbing and then uh you know like i said it's this uh, uh, drive driveline service out of sioux falls they they do a lot of uh drive shafts stuff like that for me so i mean it's uh you know you've you got a people that are, i got more people that are behind the scenes that are even not on the car that are the some of them people actually help out a lot more than a person would think about the people that walk up to you and hey you know you had a bad night hand you 100 bucks 200 bucks just stuff like that hey i don't want to be known nothing about it yep. here's, a little, here's a little cash to help you get going
1: they got the love of racing just like you got it and they just
3: yeah and they like to see good it's you yep. over the years you get a you know you get a, a fan crowd that um, sometimes you don't even really know them that much, but they uh, they feel like they're attached to you somehow or not. And uh, they all want to kind of be a little bit part of the group, so.
0: That's awesome, that's awesome. Hey, we're gonna end this with some rapid fire questions for you. All so, right, that's not a problem. Hopefully these are somewhat easy, but if nothing comes to your mind, just say pass. So, right. what's your favorite flavor of ice cream?
3: Um, let me see, just like I said, I say probably like either sherbert or, uh, probably sherbert.
0: Okay. Are you a cat or dog person?
3: Dog.
1: Do you have any hobbies outside of racing? Uh,
3: Snowbills. I like to ride snowbills, and uh, when I was younger, I played a lot of different sports.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Do you have a favorite movie?
3: Oh, Days of Thunder, of
0: course. All right. (laughs) Do you have a favorite race car driver?
3: Nope, I do not. I do not have a favorite race car driver. I like anyone that's... uh, um, uh, that's humble enough to act like a normal person.
0: There you go. Perfect. Are you a snow or rain guy? Snow. Um.
1: Did you have like a role model that you've looked up to over the years?
3: Um. Uh, actually, my engine builder probably say would be about as close to a role model for me. I guess like that, and then kind of seeing the uh, doing things right. Uh, he always preached safety on the race car first. Uh, he gave me some of the smallest motors when I first started driving, and he did it on purpose. He says, until you figure out how to make this car handle, you're not going to get any power.
1: There you go. Bless his heart for thinking of you.
0: Um, yep. You have a favorite place to go out to eat at?
3: Any place that's going to give me a good steak and a, uh, a potato.
0: All right. Perfect. That's that's Tove and I right there. Do uh, you have a favorite holiday?
3: Mm, I like it. I like it both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh. More likely, probably because you see the family the most, and yep. uh, it's just kind of one of those things you kind of do. I, I like any kind of holiday because usually not working, but I mean, but you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving usually I see most of my family. So
1: family and food—that's
0: what I like. There you go. Yep, hundred percent. What 100%. what what app on your phone do you use the most?
3: Hmm, probably TikTok.
0: Oh, um. I don't know if I would have guess that from you.
3: Well, no, I, I, you know, I uh, the reason I like TikTok is because Facebook gets about people being uh, bragging and stuff too much. Is TikTok's <laughs> just about people having fun? <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh,
1: how many speeding tickets have you gotten over the years?
3: Um, I've talked my way out of every one of them. There Ooh, you go,
1: smooth talker. Okay, yep. well, in same line there, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway?
3: Uh, when well, the speedometer came back around to D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's pretty fast. Whatever that is, we can guess. <laughs> it's over seven it's over fifty five. Correct. What's, Correct. what's your favorite drink?
3: Um
0: like in anything. Anything. Probably Morgan Cook. There you go. That'll work. And if money was not any issue, is there any car out there that you would love to have or vehicle? Well, I
3: take I take it like a Probably a late model, just,
0: I'd take a late model. There you go. Perfect.
3: Perfect.
1: Well, thanks so much for being on, Matt, and congratulations again on the win, and um, best of luck for the rest of the year.
3: All right, I appreciate you guys having me on. thank you, bye-bye. Yep, you guys have a nice night.
0: You too. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712 400 8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate C Store or the blue line truck stop in lakefield it's junction 86 and in milford bogey junction stop by and see what they have for you and we're back at hoagie's garage we have Corey day on Corey, how you doing i'm doing good how are you guys we're doing great having a great night so far so you go from sunday at houston's to where the heck are you right now
4: uh, we're in Skagit, Washington. We're about to run tomorrow night, Friday night, and Saturday night with the, with the Outlaws.
0: That's... <laughs> How long did it take you to get out there? Uh, I think it was a 22-hour drive from Hesits. And do you drive with the group, or do you fly out there?
4: No, I, I drove with the rake.
0: That's good.
1: That's well, good. you did better than the... I followed a guy, can't say his name now, he drives the World Outlaws... He, uh, merchandise trailer,
2: and he oh, always has you.
1: little things on all the time. And he broke down on the way out there, blew a wheel seal or something. Had to wait a day for parts, and I think he just got there today finally or something.
2: So
4: yeah, that's not good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. sucks so, the fun right out of a trip. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, Corey.
4: Uh, so I'm an only child. I um, my parents, uh, my dad raced, you know, his whole life, so they kind of didn't really want to have want to have a kid to deal with while him and my mom were traveling the country and the state racing so uh i'm a little bit i was a little late my parents are you know a little bit older than the average parents to have a 16 year old but um yeah i'm an i'm an only child uh i got a dog and a cat and that's that's pretty much it i'm a pretty simple guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) nothing wrong with that no sense being complicated so um when did you start racing and, and what were you racing back then
4: so i actually my dad raced dirt bikes and you know flat track motorcycles before he raced sprint cars so i actually started racing uh you know motocross and i rode a little bit of flat track stuff too um so i started on a dirt bike when i was like three years old and uh, i raced that till i was probably eight or nine and then i broke my arm and uh, my mom said it was time for me to have a cage around me, so uh, when <laughs> that's I was—that's
1: a mother for you.
4: That's right. So when I was ten, I um, I got into a restricted six hundred micro sprint, and I raced micros up until twenty twenty. End of twenty twenty was my last time in a in a micro, and then I started racing sprint cars at the end of twenty twenty two, and or end of twenty twenty, and then last year. Uh, 2021 was my first, uh, like full year just in the sprint car. So, uh, had some, had some good runs last year, got three wins. And then, uh, I also ran a midget for Tim Clawson and Clawson Marshall racing and, uh, got a USAC national one with them too. So, uh, just, uh, yeah, honestly, I've had, a like I, some of these, you know, kids my age racing or, you know, guys who are a little bit older than me have been racing since they were you know they raced quarter midgets and they raced or how they have been racing since they were like you know six or four you know since they were really really young so actually i started my four-wheel career has been uh you know fairly short compared to everyone else's
1: but going well the way it sounds
4: yeah no it's definitely been really good i'm i'm lucky to have the people around me you know, with my dad being really experienced in the sport and the same thing with Jason Myers. So, uh, you know, all these guys have been around the sport forever, so they definitely speed up my learning curve.
1: Yeah, you answered one of our questions. Every time somebody mentions that they run motocross, we always have to ask what they've all broken, but you right away threw the arm
0: out there, so. Oh, yeah. And that's the other thing they say is the mom or the dad say, it's time to get a cage around him.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that was mom's deal, so. You bet. She put a up to it. So
0: Sunday at Houston's, um, you started outside pole in the heat, and I saw you take off, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna nail the wall!" But you knew exactly what you were doing. But, but for holy, the first time being there, for holy cow, I mean, you were on the gas like no other. I was super impressed how you took off in that heat.
4: Yeah, that was kind of. Uh... The track was you know slick and racy for the heat so I had to I had to start up on the cushion there and uh to you know get a run off the corner because uh you know Matt I think Matt Jules is the guy who started on my inside and he's you know he's he races there a lot so I yep. knew it was gonna be it was gonna be hard to to beat him and I think I needed to win that deal to be in the redraw so uh yeah that was just that was the way I needed to Needed to, start, needed to start up there on the cushion to get my run down the straightaway. New bet, you bet.
1: And, and then you went off and won the feature too. Tell us a little bit about the feature. You had to start a little deeper in that one.
4: Yeah, I think we started six, so outside row three there. Um, we were actually really, like really good at the beginning of the feature, and it kinda, like our car faded at the end. That's kinda why Ryan ran me down. I kinda, I used up my equipment getting to the lead there, so. Yeah. Um, you know, we we were really really good to start, so that's where you know some of those guys kind of were more set up to the end, so they were getting tight on the cushion stuff to where I was, you know, I was good, so they'd make a mistake and I'd be able to, you know, get to their bumper and slide them there pretty quick. Um, so, but but no, it was um, it was definitely good. Like I, like you guys said, I've I've never been there. That was my first time, but you know, with technology and the way things are nowadays i've you know i've watched countless videos on that place and everything yeah. so it like it was my first time being there but i you it's knew not the my term. first time seeing the place yeah exactly
0: okay so. so so you're throwing out technology here so i don't even know if heusets is on any of those racing playstations whatever but what i mean how much do you study tracks and stuff when you go to them?
4: Oh, I, I study a ton. I usually, like, I mean, it's, um, you know, there's videos on racetracks from, you know, there's videos on YouTube from the, the 90s if the track's been around for that long. But yep. I'll usually, I'll go back and watch, you know, races from, you know, two years in the past. Because, I mean, tracks change from year to year. Like, the surface of the tracks change. So, usually, you, when you go back and study a track, you just try and watch, um, you know, the races from that year from the current year but uh, I usually go back and I'll watch you know two or three years in advance I'll watch you know probably 10 12 videos on the place before and you know it definitely I mean it, it's uh it helps and it doesn't like racing and R factor there is uh, there isn't Husits on there but Like, when I ran Indiana Midget Week, there was, you know, Lincoln Park and Bloomington and uh, Lawrenceburg and Kokomo. Kokomo's on iRacing, so, like, perfect example, Kokomo, like, sure, the surface on iRacing isn't the same, but you get, like, the picture. Like, when you roll out on the track in person, you've already seen the picture of how how it looks to look, like, from inside the car at the racetrack.
1: You get to so, see where your points are for the corners and stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, the, you know, they're definitely really good tools to to be able to prepare yourself for that. But you know, nothing's nothing equates to actually doing it. So
1: yeah. So now you you're at Skagit, and that's closer to home. So have you run there before, or is this your first trip to Skagit?
4: So we came up here, and I think it was the, yeah, end of June. Uh, they have a big race up here called Dirt Cup, so yep. we uh, we ran Dirt Cup this year, we didn't have the success we, we wanted, we weren't, weren't that good, we struggled with the car, but uh, I have been to Skagit this year, and uh, you know, Skagit's been around forever, and my dad and Jason and all the crew, they've all been here, they've been coming to Dirt Cups since, you know, the 2000s with Jason and my dad, so uh, there's definitely a lot of knowledge and experience around this place.
0: Now, I think you, when you were in Knoxville, I think I talked to you a little bit, and I think I asked you if you knew Sean Quinn.
4: Yeah, yes, you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is Sean, I mean, we only know him through phone. Is
4: he kind of a wild guy? Uh, Sean's pretty laid back at the races. He's a he's a really cool guy. He does, uh, he does something with, you know, uh, I think soldiers and... Yep,
1: yep, does the veterans thing.
4: Yep, yep, so uh, he's really cool. He definitely, uh, he's a really good guy and it's cool what he's doing for for the veterans and it's cool that, you know, he's got a car out there with uh, Chase Johnson who drives it and actually my buddy, Tyler Silva, he's one of the ones who he works on that thing. I think he crew chiefs it actually, so uh, it's it's definitely cool that, that Sean's doing that and then he also has a He's got a program out there racing too. He yeah. can't
1: be an all bad guy. He sent us T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, know. he's
4: he's a, he's a really good guy. He's a good guy. You're oh, not. he is. That's for sure.
1: Um, so you mentioned some of the guys that helped you out in the pits, you know, with Johnson and your dad and whatnot. Who are the rest of them? I mean, we better get their names out there. We don't want them to feel left out.
4: Yeah. Um, so HP, he's a uh, he's kind of the the tire guy, and he he works on the car too, and uh, then I got, we actually brought noisy, who is Brock Zierfoss's crew chief on the world outlaw tour for, you know, the past three or four years, we brought him on board. Um, you know, pretty recently, actually, he, um, he's, he's the crew chief. And then, you know, Jason, of course, Jason Myers is, he's a car owner. Um, and he also, he also helps with the crew chief side of things and setting up the race car. Um, and then also Preston cross, he, uh, He's, you know, him and Jason kind of half and half own the car. Um, Preston was Jason's crew chief, actually, on the Gum Out Tour, which was. Oh, back a while. Yeah, a while ago, before (laughs) Jason went on the Outlaw Tour. So Preston Preston and Jason have been together for for a long time. So, um, you know, it's cool to have them. And then HP actually was, you know, during the summer when they'd get racing a lot, HP would go out. Uh, on the tour and help help Jason with everything so um, you know all these guys have they've been around for been around it forever so it's um, it's really cool and then also Eddie Eddie Stockbridge he's kind of our he's our fuel guy and he handles you know all the stuff from you say the motor plate back and rear end stuff so that's kind of that's his department and uh, it's definitely really cool to have to have all those guys on the on the crew they've kind of been with jason you know on and off for forever really like they they were with jason more before jason went on the outlaw tour
1: um
4: and you know preston did you know stuff with with other guys uh like i think he helped joey saldana and uh just just a bunch of people along the way and um hp actually has a kid that he raced with for a while and then uh his kid kind of decided he didn't want to do it anymore. And then I think in, in 2016 to 18, Jason kind of ran a few races. So uh, HP actually owned a sprint car for his kid. And then Jason kind of, you know, put some money into it. And they made it nice and went racing a little bit. That's kind of the start of where this team started, That's started awesome. getting built. So, um, and then I got a buddy, uh, Stefan Seder. He um, he helps me on I actually have a family car that I kind of run just 360 stuff out in California and uh he works he works for me but he's back here with us on on this thing on this trip so he's he's a big help
0: oh that's pretty cool you get to see him again so what uh Sunday night at Houston's there was a ton of young guns that's what I'm yeah. gonna call you anyhow I mean you and Tim's but then it wasn't just you two. I mean, I Riley Good knows young. Um, Caleb Johnson's young. Um, yeah, ain't that old. Jonathan Yeah, Jonathan's not super old, but he's not sixteen. But um, no. Um, is there is there gonna be a little change over here? Are these young guns gonna kind of <laughs> take take ownership here.
4: Maybe so. I don't know. I mean, um, you know, me and Ryan. Uh, Ryan has you know, Jimmy Jones working for him. You know, Jimmy's been around for forever so Jimmy's uh Jimmy's really, really smart, so Ryan is uh Ryan's definitely in good hands with Jimmy and he's been you know, he's been running good so uh, you know me and Ryan I'd say are are I don't wanna say head of the class, but we're kinda you know, the ones that are running the most races right now and we're kinda you know, doing the most. So, but you know, Caleb, Caleb, like you said, Caleb was really good. I honestly, uh, before I came back here, I never really knew, knew who he was, but he, he put up a fight there. at Houston. so I had to, I had to work to get around him. So yeah, I definitely think there's, there's a youth movement in the sport more than, you know, there ever has been, but it's also, uh, you know, I think, I think you would have seen that, you know, a lot sooner, but it just, like it, it's not normal for 16 year old kids to be running 410 sprint cars. It's kind of yeah. uh, like it, it's never really been like the normal thing. So, um, I definitely think the the more and more we we get racing, the more and more you know young kids will be will be running up front.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um. So what what did you think of Houston's as a track? I mean, did you like it? Will we see you back next year for the High Bank Nationals or anything for the big money or?
4: Uh, possibly, we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see what our schedule's like uh, next year. I don't, I don't really know exactly what's going on. Those kind of those guys kind of plan everything, and then you know, I'll, I'll see the completed schedule. You know, I don't really get a say in, you know, the races we're sure. gonna run or anything like that. So uh, I'm hoping that'd be a that'd be a cool race to run. Yeah, I I actually really like you it's, it's um it's cool. It's it's high, it's high banked and, uh, you know, usually you get a really banked track and it's, you know, it doesn't race a whole lot good because it's just like a like a slot car track, you know, where you can carry the most speed, everyone's going to run. So, uh, but no, it raced good. There was a, I mean, three and four was mostly around the top, but one and two, there was a bottom there and, yep. um, you know, you could throw slide jobs and it wasn't like a struggle to clear them or anything and you cross under guys too, so. No, it, it was a cool place. It's um it's kinda shaped like Tulare is at home. It's got, you know, tight corners and long straightaways. It's it didn't have as long as straightaways, but and then it's also got like Merced's banking. So, um, you know, it was kinda a mix of those two places, so I was I was pretty comfortable there. Might be a little bit smoother. Yeah, I mean honestly <laughs> California gets a California gets a bad rep for for having really rough racetracks. They're kinda Everyone's getting better with it now, but like Tulare's got the famous bump into turn one, but it's not even because the racetrack's prepped bad or anything. It's because you know you you got such long straightaways that you you go into the corner and you hit all that banking, and then the yeah. the race car actually the Dig. frame rail hits the ground and it digs out that hole. So yeah. um, it's it's not. I mean, there definitely is nights where you know some of the track promoter just decide to overwater it a little bit and then. It's a little heavy and rough, but uh, you know they kind of, everyone's kind of got a better handle on it now.
0: (laughs) That's good. It must be a little bit better than what it looks like on Dirt Vision (laughs) or
4: Flow. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it definitely is. That's kind of that's kind of one thing too. Like, if you were to if you were to pull up on your phone and watch watch Dirt Vision, and you were at the track, and then you put your phone away and go out and walk on the track, like it's like you can tell, but you can't really like define the surface from your phone like once you get out on the track like there could be like at home it usually builds like massive cushions and like on dirt on flow we have everything's on flow out there you can you know watch it and you'd be like oh that was probably like a that curb wasn't that big and then you walk out there and that thing's a foot tall so it's um it's definitely deceiving because you know like for me as a driver i use flow and dirt vision as much as i can and um, you know, it gives you a good idea of where the cars are running, but you can never really, you know, determine how big a hole is or how big the curb is or how high up. Um, you know, just just other things like you know, that that are, you know, it's it's deceiving. But well, there's you know, nothing that, like
1: there's nothing like being at the track.
4: No, I mean that's, that's the best that's way to right. watch
1: a race. I mean, don't get us wrong. We love flow and dirt, we get to see stuff. But to actually be there is just it's just way cooler.
4: Yeah. Yep, you get all the all the smells and yep. all the sights. The alcohol
1: smells and the dirt in your face, and it's just that's <laughs> what racing is all about.
4: Yep, there's
0: nothing like it. Hey, uh, could you give us a list of kind of who your sponsors are?
4: Yeah, so uh, we got Myers Constructors, of course. That's that's Jason's um, his construction company. That's uh, really successfully started that after. Uh, you know, he, he retired from racing and, uh, it's been doing really, really well. And, uh, Preston cross, you know, the guy who also owns a car, he has four C's construction. He, uh, does like metal fabricating and, you know, he like a laser machine that cuts, you know, whatever you need, like anything, anything metal he'll do for you. Um, and then we got Phil Durst. Phil Durst actually just came on board, uh, really recently. So super thankful for him. Uh, Autry Plumbing, um, All Star Performance. You know, All Star's been a was a huge part in Jason's crew when uh, Jason was you know on the on the tour. They they did a lot for him. Um, PSL. That's actually my family's trucking company. We uh, we pitch in in this thing as much as we can because these guys all you know spend all their hard-earned money and time on this. So we do as much as we can but um advanced metal that's uh the other half of Preston's company and four C's uh BNY construction who else we got factory Kane shocks Willie Kane's a he's a huge help with everything he, um, you know he, he's been with Jason forever so uh it's it's definitely nice having having him on board S&J lumber um who else I guess I should have had a picture of the car here, so I was, I was ready to go. But uh, no, there's, there's probably some people I'm forgetting. But uh, that's kind of, those are the main people, and you know those people do a lot for us, so I'm super thankful for them. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Hey, we're gonna just kind of wrap this up with some rapid fire questions at you. All right? Okay. Um, favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate. And
1: you said you had a cat and a dog. Do you have is one of them a favorite?
4: My dog's my favorite. My cat's antisocial, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cat
0: for you. Yep. Do you have any other hobbies other than racing?
4: Um, I have some pit bikes at home, like little 110 pit bikes that I ride and uh, you know, I'm, I'm still a dirt bike kid at heart. There you go. Do you have a favorite movie? Um, probably Fast and Furious.
1: Well, you got plenty of them. What is there like eight or nine of them?
4: I think there is, yeah, probably the second one, Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. That's a good one.
1: Um do you have a favorite race car driver? Mm. You can pass Dominic if you Chelsea. don't. Not really. Um snow or rain? What do you prefer?
4: Uh snow. You can have fun in snow. Rain just makes you wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh have you had somebody that's
0: always been your role model
4: uh it'd be my dad uh favorite place to go out to eat mm, yosemite ranch it's a place at home
1: um do you have a favorite holiday christmas um what app on your phone do you use the most
0: uh probably instagram uh i know you're only 16
4: but do you have uh, any speeding tickets already I do not. I actually don't have a driver's license yet. I kind of slacked off on that.
3: Yeah, you got other <laughs> well, things going on. Too
0: much. That's well, right. Well, then I'm gonna skip this next one. Um, what's What's uh? Do you have a favorite drink? Uh, sprite.
1: Perfect. Um, and now you don't have a license, but just say money wasn't a problem. Is there a car or a vehicle or anything? And if you could buy anything you wanted in the world, what would you buy?
4: Mm, probably a Shelby GT350R. Oh, there you go. That
0: boy likes the good cars. All right. Yeah. Well, Corey, thanks so much for coming on. I know you got a busy weekend and you had a long ride, so we really appreciate this and just want to wish you the best of luck. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It was cool.
1: Yeah, thank you. Take care.
0: Yep, you guys too. Goodbye. Okay, like to thank Octane Inc. from T. South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, Side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T South Dakota and again they're just great people to work with hoagie's garage hey great group of winners nice whole group nice guys you know uh, when you interview a 16 year old you never know we don't know what we're gonna get nope you know we were worried it was gonna be two word answers because i wasn't always this talkative i don't think no, I don't remember.
4: I,
1: go back. I don't
0: remember Joe, when I was sixteen. You've 60. always talked this way. You, you didn't know
1: me when I was sixteen. <laughs> you were too young. Uh,
0: what are you talking about? You're best friends with my brother. I knew you. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, Corey, outstanding. Yep. You know, he. Uh, I actually learned a lot you know I, he watches videos of the racetracks he's going to go to not necessarily iRacing he does that some but yep. you know like Hussitz I don't think is on those so he just watches old videos of how people raced on that track yep. so um, that's kudos to him you know yep. instead of studying he's watching racing so yep. and I <laughs> but, thought Matt did a great job on his interview yeah some great information family, family. that's all yep. family I mean Dusty Bellinger's all family yep. You know Blake's kind of running. It sounds like almost like his crew chief and. I loved it when Matt said that, his his wife is that going to make you go faster? Then yes. I don't want to see you driving in the back no, anymore. No, didn't let you in the back anymore. I thought that was great. <laughs> oh, so. so yeah, those guys were all great. Uh, again, wish them the best. Uh, congrats on winning out at Houston. Yep. And I think that's a wrap. That's all we got for them.